welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. We are here today to talk about a burning question. Um, And Tracy and I both have had this come up in the past week, and that is you're a divorce coach, you got certified, but maybe those clients aren't knocking at your door. So how long is it going to take you to start making money and maybe get to a sustainable income. That's what we want to talk through today. So Tracy, I know you've had a couple conversations about this and we've had it come up. Let's kick off the topic with, yeah, it's a big deal for divorce coaches, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really, unfortunately, right? It's an uncommon thing that we all face. Everyone Mm -hmm. faces who's coming into this field. And yeah, I had some kind of heartbreaking conversations this week with coaches who reached out, who really, you know, have been certified for some time now, you know, under a year, but closer to hitting that sort of 12 month mark and still feeling like they're just not seeing the results that they had hoped for in terms of paying clients, right? So when we define the results part, we're talking about generation of income and and really hearing how uh, some of these coaches are struggling and and both kind of is that normal right everybody that's the question right because we're functioning out there independently we say it we're solopreneurs how do you know right so you're you're wondering are you failing is it you that's not doing the right thing? Is there something about what could you be doing better? So it's a lot. And and Deb, we talk about this. One of the reasons why we started Divorce Coaches Academy, there are a lot of really great, talented coaches, right? Who provide amazing value to their clients in the work that they do in changing people's uh, experience with divorce but that leave the field because they just can't generate the income that they need mm-hmm. to survive. And we're talking survive here. We're, right. we're not talking living luxurious lifestyle, traveling <laughs> to the Caribbean. We're talking about survival, right? Right. Talking about survival. And so um, let's start with the question, is this normal? Hmm. First, let's talk about setting expectations for yeah what it's like to be an entrepreneur and set up something new. Um, And let's set aside for a moment the fact that divorce coaching even is a new thing. So that's the second uphill battle you're fighting. But let's start with the beginning. Um, Is this normal? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And part part of the trouble with social media is, you know, the people that are posting are the ones that are saying, I started my coaching business and by within 90 days, I was making $10,000 a month. Yeah. Okay. Effing good for you. Exactly. Right. I don't believe you. Sorry. (laughs) I don't believe you. And you are in the minuscule minority. Okay. 
That is not the experience of most people. For most people starting up a new brand new business, entrepreneurs, it takes 18 to 24 months. Yep. So let's set that realistic expectation. That was my experience starting a new coaching practice from scratch as my sole source of income, 18 to 24 months before I was making a living at it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, and, and that re- that's a realistic expectation, right? Realistic expectation based on our experience, based yep. on the experience we hear from hundreds of coaches Yes, in this space, right? In and this I'm, space. I'm not talking about those life coaches or those business coaches. I'm talking specifically to you, divorce coaches, you certified professional practicing divorce coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with realistic expectations of what it's going to take. Number one. And that timeline is if you're not treating it as a side gig. So that's the other component I want to discuss is if you are hoping to get to a level, and we're going to talk about income levels in a minute. Um, if you are hoping to get to a level where it is a, you're making a living at it, Mm -hmm. that 18 to 24 months is if you are working it as a job. Yeah. Full time. If you're, if you're going to work it as a side gig, please double that Mm -hmm. or triple that. If you're going to spend an hour a day doing a couple posts on social media or doing one thing. You aren't going to achieve that level of success in 18 months. It likely isn't going to happen. So that's the other thing is let's align our our expectations with the work we're willing to put in and the commitment we have to building this business. Absolutely. And, and, And again, when we talk about that realistic expectation, right, often there's this presumptiveness and and i get it right you you decided you made this conscious decision right you went and got trained you got certified you announced to the world you are a certified divorce coach now and you there's this expectation that the light switch goes on and it all just happens right and 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 i get it right the 50 close to 50% of marriages end in divorce so certainly our our scope is large but But what we're not taking into consideration is that business planning, that perception, that experience, that planning, that preparation that says, okay, I am going to give myself this amount of time and I have the ability to be okay financially while I build this. Mm -hmm. While I build this. Right. Because that has to go into that practice development planning phase. Right. And it's different than starting another kind of business, right? If I'm going to print signs, if I'm going to be a therapist, if I'm going to be a carpenter, when I say to somebody, oh, let me throw out my shingle, I'm a carpenter. And people Google carpenter, they know what that is. So we're, you know, we're facing an obstacle also in that the paradigm out there for people getting divorced, even though we have a very large opportunity in the market, there's a lot of people that are potential customers. Mm-hmm. 
the paradigm is I'm thinking about divorce. I'm going to call an attorney. There's no awareness of the profession. So that is an obstacle also to us getting clients, creating business, having that inflow of consult calls. Yeah. Um, and so creating awareness, right? I did some research in preparation for our conversation today and every single article I read asked this question, are you having enough conversations? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And that goes back. We did a podcast on how you make your first 10 K Tracy's got a class on grassroots marketing. So that's the first question I'm going to ask you is, I know you're building a great website and you got a cool logo. You probably got some business cards you're posting on social media. Are you having enough conversations? Yeah. And and when we talk about conversations, we're not talking about social media posts, correct? Right? We're talking about conversations and not just conversations with other professionals. That is a component of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and looking at the sphere of those conversations, what is the goal? What are the objectives? What are you looking towards? Because all of those conversations often have to be tailored to who you're speaking with, right? Mm-hmm. The, the conversation you're having with an attorney is going to be very different in the conversation that you're having with your hairstylist or a, a gym right. Or a bartender down the street that hears lots of people's problems. Right. And so if you want a little, a few tips on how to have that conversation, go back a few weeks and listen to our episode on you're a what, how to effectively <laughs> describe what you do as a divorce coach. We've got some great advice on there. Yeah, um, it, it was very popular. So clearly, yeah, right, we're trying to work on defining that language. Yes. Right. To be able to speak a language that resonates with individuals because we are, we're trying to change a a societal and cultural norm Mm -hmm. of, hey, I want to get divorced. Let me first pause and reach out to a divorce coach before I reach out and call an attorney, right? So, so we're, we're, we're reprogramming people. We're trying to reprogram people. And part of reprogramming that process, changing, making new norms is those conversations. Absolutely. So are you giving yourself enough time to get up to speed? So are your expectations realistic in terms of your lead time? Mm -hmm. Are you doing the appropriate planning? Are you putting in the amount of work that correlates to the timeline that you are working, the time constraints that you're working with, right? For me, I can tell you that I got my certification. I had a plan that said I have 18 months to make X dollars. Yes. And that was a hard timeline for me. I had gotten divorced. This, I was all in for this as a profession. And so I had a a hard line and at 16 months, trust me, I was praying because (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't happening yet. Right. Right. 
That was also with setting some realistic expectations, right? It, it was same process. You you made a conscious decision. It, it's very much right. Those are the things we are encouraging divorce coaches, whether you're mm-hmm. in the training or you're thinking about the training or you're newly certified. What is your strategic business plan? And part of that business plan has to be a time frame that you are giving yourself to start generating clients, Mm -hmm. clients, paying clients. Cause I'm hearing a lot of coaches say, well, I'm doing coaching, but I'm not making any money. So they're offering pro bono services, which I applaud, right? It's a wonderful source of generating income off a grassroots marketing model. Mm -hmm. But at some point that conversion has to happen, right? So you were sweating, Deb. Right. I was, I was, I was sweating and but that was my plan. I had 18 months of savings that I was willing to use, mm-hmm. right? In order to get this business started. Now, in the interim, I was doing other things to supplement my income because I wasn't willing to throw in the towel. I knew it was going to take me some time. So I could tell you all the crazy jobs I did in the interim to supplement my income. Um yeah, it, I did some crazy stuff. Um, okay, whatever, right? We do what we have to do until we can do what we want to do. Yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes. I share it with clients all the time. Mm-hmm. I was willing to do that. And sure enough, at 18 months, oh, the sky opened up and it started happening. Yeah. And but, and we know there's a direct correlation to effort and income. And I'm not saying that you coaches out there aren't making the effort, but you need to be able to sort of sit back and assess mm-hmm. what those efforts are and their rate of return on their efforts. Right. Right. And, and are you undervaluing yourself? That's mm-hmm. the other question I want to ask. If you're doing all pro bono coaching, at what point, two or three sessions in, do you say, this has been great. I hope you've gotten value from this. Um, yeah. From this point forward, if you'd like to work together, even if you don't want to charge a full rate, you say something like, I'm willing to work with you on a sliding scale, mm-hmm. but it's going to be $50 a session. Like, are you undervaluing yourself? Are you are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you not giving yourself enough credit to say, I am effing worth money? Yeah. And it is common. It is a common issue mm-hmm. that we see a lot, right? That, right. you know, I, I, I'm trying to help people, right? So this, this difference between our altruistic side, right? Mm-hmm. And our need for recognition of income as worth to us. Right. And, and the imposter syndrome is real. It's real. It right, is real. Providing, if you are working the way I, I, I believe all of you are, you're providing value to your clients, and there right. is value attached to that value. You need to not underestimate your worth. Correct. In what you are charging or moving a pro bono client to some level of uh, of uh, income for yourself. Correct. Correct. And so. That that pro bono client, you know, at some demonstrate your value with two or three sessions, and then you say, "I would love to continue working with you," um, and I'm yeah, sliding scale. So well, let I'm, me okay. Go I'm, ahead. I'm, no, you well, go. I'm, Tracy I'm, and I both like we're like blah 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 blah. blah. We have so much to say. 
The other one of the other common issues that we hear from uh, divorce coaches, so they're planning right, and they're they're trying to get up and running, and they're not feeling that immediate success, right? So the tendency is is I've got to hire somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So they go and hire the business coach, or they go and hire the online media's social media coach, right? And and they're trying to figure out, okay, what can they do? And they're making these investments, hoping again, that's going to be the, the magic wand, that thing that is the difference, changes it, generates the income. And then what happens is often there's more frustration because now I just invested $7,000 in working with this individual And now I'm still not seeing it. And I'm not saying that there wasn't value in that work that you did with the coach, but it's still going to take time. So now that frustration is building, right? Now Mm -hmm. you're feeling even more cornered of, oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Right. The other thing I want to point out about hiring business coaches and some other people is Our coaching, again, is different because people don't recognize what we do yet. So some of the sales strategies and some of the things that are recommended by other business coaches, it's selling a product that people already recognize. It's very different to sell a product or a service that people don't understand. Mm -hmm. So if I am a carpenter, everybody knows what a carpenter does. If I am a therapist, everybody knows for the most part what a therapist does. People don't know what a divorce coach does. It's a very niche thing. And so again, it's one of the reasons we started Divorce Coaches Academy to be that resource. So we help people. We have this case consult group. I know we talk to you all about it all the time. We meet twice a month. It's one of the places where Tracy and I as experienced, successful divorce coaches want to come alongside you and help with that because we are in this niche deep down. We understand what it takes to market and speak the language. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And right? to your success, right? Yes. And and with, uh, with the recognition that you do not need to throw more money that you already don't have on yes. Screen, right. Our, our, our goal was to provide affordable opportunities Yep. For divorce coaches, we are invested in your success, right? Yep. Because we are invested in the advancement and recognition of the practice of certified divorce coaching. So to do that, we are vested in you, right? And we yeah. I don't lose you, right? Deb, we don't want to lose anymore. <laughs> we don't want to lose you because we need you. And part of the reason we need you is because the more excellent divorce coaches we have out there, the more recognition we will have, which will make it easier for the people that come behind you to be successful, right? So we need you to stay because you're great, right? Pave Mm -hmm. that road. Um, One more thing I want to make sure we talk about today is income. Once Mm -hmm. you do start generating that income, so ICF, the International Coaching Federation, did a global coaching survey in 2020. Mm-hmm. And their study showed that the average coach, so this is more general coaching, 
not divorce coaching. We don't have any statistics on divorce coaching right now. Yeah. Said the average coach's salary is $47,100 salary income. That's their income. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't sound too bad, right? Maybe for some of you. It doesn't sound awesome to me, but um, that isn't the money you have to spend. So I want you to think about this. You're an entrepreneur. You probably already experienced this. You have to pay self-employment taxes. Your health insurance is going to be higher. You have to pay for Canva and Zoom and all the things, right? So you have operating expenses. So if I am conservative and estimate your taxes and operating expenses at 30%, if you make 47,000, your take home is less than 33,000. That's disposable income for you to spend. If you want to take home $60,000, if you want $5,000 a month to spend on your mortgage and your car payment and your groceries, you have to make in excess of $85,000. So I'm going to set, again, these reasonable expectations of, oh, I had a $3,000 month. Hmm. No, you had a $2,000 month. Right. 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 So- be really reasonable. We know that only 10 to 20% of coaches make more than hundred K. Yeah. Small. This is, it's a small percentage guys, and it requires patience and dedication. And we believe as the profession of door profession of divorce coaching gets more recognition, mm-hmm. that number in our niche is going to explode. Absolutely. It's going to explode and it's possible for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We really want to help you get there. It's possible. Yeah. You know, we've both done it. Yeah. We've we've both done it. So we can break that glass ceiling. Um, Yeah. And we're, and, and we can do it together. right? Right. And, and I really, we often talk about the power of our community and continuing to support one another in the, in this kind of, uh, it's a little uphill battle, but, um, you know, I foresee it to be one of the most up and coming fields, right. And, and we're not recognized there yet, but I absolutely do. There is a massive alternative dispute resolution model moving through this country. Mm -hmm. We are changing the, the legal system of divorce is changing in many States, that mediation and other forms of alternative dispute resolution are being sort of at the forefront before a litigated battle. And we know that divorce coaches who honor an alternative dispute resolution perspective as recognized by the American Bar Association, there are lots of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to continue to be more opportunities, but we need to be sort of in this together and sharing that message, doing the work together, setting realistic expectations, holding it together to continue mm-hmm. forward forward. And, right. and, and to that point, you know, Deborah, when you were talking a lot about sort of different things that you were doing to keep going while you were building your divorce coaching practice, I had kind of an opposite experience because I came in already in the field of alternative dispute resolution. I was a practicing family mediator. So I had an established family mediation practice that I was building off of an arm of that practice in the form of divorce coaching. So I also think that there are lots of synergistic opportunities, right? But they might be 
as something you're working to as part of continuing to build out your practice, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't just start and write a book, right? Right. Doing some work and then you wrote a book and you got paid for writing a book, right? Right. Similar to group coaching. Maybe group coaching is an opportunity. It might not be something that can happen right now, right? As you're continuing to build your practice. So there are opportunities, Mm -hmm. sort of fine synergistic lanes, right? And and additional pathways that might support that income generation to continue to build out, right? Right. Right. Climb up that hill. Continue to climb up that hill. Or if, if that doesn't work and you're really committed to this, right? consider doing what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. I used to get up at six in the morning and scrape the ice and snow off my car and drive kids to school Mm. at six in the morning Mm. and make money doing that. Mm. And then I'd work all day and then I would go pick them up in the afternoon. And parents paid me to do that because their kids went to school out of the area and they couldn't take the bus. And, um, I did all kinds of crazy jobs like that. Mm-hmm. You were creative. I was creative. I cleaned houses. Yeah. Um, and I didn't feel too superior to do that mm-hmm. because I was willing to give this a real shot. Yeah. Um, so and, that, and, that's just and, me. And, that's just and, me. Right. And it paid off, right? It paid off, it paid off for me, but I also had a hard deadline. Mm-hmm. And had it come 18 to 20 months, I would have said, I'm going back to financial analysis and I'm going to get a job in a cubicle. Yeah. But I gave it, I gave it my best shot. Um, So yeah, I know we need Um, to, I know we need to wrap up, but I I hope this has been helpful. Yeah. I, I, and I I think our, our interest in sharing this topic and discussing it is to bring it to the forefront. Right. If these are some of your concerns, if you're battling this, so if you're in, reach out. Right. I was I was happy to speak with some divorce coaches this week and navigating this because there's there's also that reassurance. You're not alone. You don't have to do this alone. We are here to support you. Divorce Coaches Academy for sure is here to support you. And and your success is our success. Our success is your success. So we want to we want to continue to be there for you, support you in your growth process, and and keep you in this field because we need you. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.